0: Every
1: hero strikes out on their adventure for a different reason. To prove myself worthy of my mother's praise. To write my own story and discover who I really am.
2: To prove to my family that I am more than they believe me to be.
3: To revive the
1: god that has chosen me. But when the fragile balance of the world is in jeopardy, and sinister forces move in the darkness, heroes will be tested, pushed to their limits and beyond and it will be left to them to determine if they are up to the task. There is a darkness rising. Will they be able to overcome and do what must be done?
3: For my God. For my story.
4: For my freedom.
1: For the world. To restore the balance.
0: Modified Role Season 2 The Chronicles of Eren New season, new campaign, new story. A Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast.
1: Find us on all the usual podcasting apps. Life's a game, the world's a stage, and we are merely roleplayers, where theatrical people play role playing games. My name's Matt Boothman, I am your compere for this backstage episode from the current Mainhouse Vigil production.
2: Hello, I'm Vicky, I am playing uh, Renko the Flake, and you will last have heard me a very long time ago on uh, Vigil Playtime.
0: Hello, I'm Strat. I am playing Briar, the Monstrous, and you'll have last heard that character in uh, Cold Snap.
3: Hello, I'm Chris Doggy. I'm playing Cameron Jarvis, the Wronged. <laughs> and you have last heard me in Cold Snap as well.
4: Hi, um, I'm Helen. I'm playing Melody, the Constructed. Uh, you'll have last heard me in Tourist Trap.
1: So this backstage episode is going to be all about the connections and the history between these characters. Now, two of them, as we just heard there, were in Cold Snap together, so they already have some history, so Cameron and Briar. Mm-hmm. So can we just get a quick recap of... Uh, obviously, you know each other. You you went through Cold Snap together, mm. is the kind of recent history, but what was the origin of the
3: relationship between you two? Well, ours goes back quite a long way. Quite a long way to his childhood. So not very long for <laughs> Briar, <laughs> really quite a long way. Um, so in Cameron's backstory, he was attacked by... His family were attacked by ghouls, and they were all killed, and Cameron managed to kill a ghoul, or he thought he killed a ghoul, using a big rock to do it, and he sort of snapped. He had a bit of a mental snap, and Briar saw this episode. This was about
1: 10 or 11 years ago, when Um, Cam was 10 years old? Yes,
3: yes, yeah, about 14 years ago, I think it was. Okay, cool. And then,
0: probably 14 so years later, Cam (laughs) returned to uh, Sheridan. With a newfound a desire to go hunting, some uh, some things that go bump in the night, and obviously with his drama focused very much on the forest and the woods, went hunting there for something, not realizing that it was just a friendly, well, relatively friendly bunch of Fey folk living in the uh, in the forest. Um, And Briar had to protect someone that uh, Cameron was stalking, but kind of understood why Cameron was the way is and started the process of maybe convincing Cam that not everything that is supernatural is super evil, Um, and that there's a few nice ones. Uh, And then in more recent years, I think they've watched films together in his caravan, so obviously (laughs) obviously that worked.
4: (laughs) What form did you take for watching films in the caravan? (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, um, I don't know a meerkat. Um, no, no. Perfect. There were some meerkat movies. Oh. brian has gone to the local oh. zoo oh. <laughs> and seen
4: them. That's such a shame. Cameron's
0: form was a frown.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: just one man and his meerkat.
3: Yeah. <laughs> So uh, other than
1: uh, that relationship, uh, everybody around the table is sort of meeting characters. Well, not meeting for the first time, but the first time we're hearing them in an adventure together. So we need to learn about history between these, these characters. So shall we start with Vicky? Let's start with mm-hmm. Renko. Yep. Um, who would you like to establish some history with? And you can either use the bullet points and suggestions mm-hmm. from your uh, playbook or... Given that we've played a few sessions and got an idea of these characters and their histories now, if there's something that makes more sense than the bullet points, then make something yeah. up.
2: Um, so I'm going to start with Melody, I think. And there's a couple of options on here, but I was thinking about um, Melody's obviously been in Sheridan for a very long time. Yeah. And Renko, although posted in Sheridan by the agency originally, is actually from Sheridan in her backstory. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering. If And there are a couple of options on here. So there's one that's old friends who originally met through a long chain of coincidences, or um, even they're a relative and ask them to decide what. So I'm wondering if there's some potential for, like, even if it's not a blood relation, but, like, some kind of, like, relationship that we could have like that where Renko would know the truth about Melody, maybe because she's worked it out, because she knows things about Melody, or she's seen Melody from her childhood and then as again when she comes back as an adult. Or it could be that actually we've just become friends through some kind of like coincidental happenings. So oh, I've got those yeah. those couple of options. And then there's one more that I have, which is members of the same support group. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what support group it would be, but I just putting it out there because it sounds like fun.
4: I don't know to what extent I feel like Renko goes for support anywhere.
2: Well, I was wondering if it might be something more like book group or something like that we're in the same book club or something like something like that so it depends how deep you want the we want the backstory to go because I think there's a light touch one and then there's a more in-depth one
4: yeah so I had a while you were talking those through an extremely freaky idea that started as a joke came into my head (laughs) I'm willing to hear it talk you through this extremely creepy idea uh we are blood relatives sort of Um, you recognise one of my tattoos as identical in placement size and design as somebody that you were related to.
2: Yeah, like an ancestor, because there's like a family photo of it or something.
4: Yeah, you, your blood relative is my arm. Oh, that's cool. Can you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, please. And that maybe
2: would be how I would figure out that you're more than what you seem. Yes. Yes, brilliant.
0: I recognise that humorous. (laughs) But that also gives you kind of a... A possible connection with the person that made melody as well because that person has somehow got hold of like the corpse of one of your relatives yeah, maybe.
1: also potentially ties to um Percy and the Byrons because mm. we know that Renko's related to Percy as well oh,
4: got... so that down that <laughs> oh, line've <it> <laughs> got Lord
1: Byrons up <laughs> <laughs>
2: well maybe not but <laughs> let's not be hasty here.
1: It, and it would be relatively sort of similar timeline. I'm trying to remember Melody's timeline and history and keeping dates straight is not my strong suit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were sort of created early 19th century, yeah. we decided. Yeah. So it would be a, a, yeah. an ancestor from around that mm-hmm.
2: time. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. That so is. one, there would be plenty of records of and potentially... You know, photos of like portraits. Yeah, yeah well, I'm portrait,
0: wondering if
2: it's like it's something family orientated, mm-hmm. so it would oh, yeah. be unique. Like no one that's not from the family sort of would have that family. Would emblem so, or something. Yeah, I got someone
4: else's family crest. Oh, that'd be so sad. But mm. so maybe a nice connection between us. that makes us feel like we're family. Mm. Oh, maybe. Yeah. I'd like
0: to think the tattoos that you've put on yourself to cover all the stitches would like nicely go around it and incorporate mm-hmm. it. Yeah, like, you of, like respecting it. the yeah. person who who like. Gave you this arm. Yeah. yeah,
2: That's lovely. Oh, I like that. I really like where that's gone.
1: Helen, do you have a relationship or a, a, a piece of history you'd like to establish with any of these three?
4: Okay. um Briar treats you like a pet, fondly but dismissive. Ask them why. <laughs> oh,
0: this is perfect considering oh. what I was it, wanting to do, my. <laughs> Briar is what I such wanted. A dick, isn't <laughs> So they are. <laughs> can I, in my answer to this, also give my history of melody as kind of part of this response? Absolutely.
1: I would. I would have been coming to you next anyway.
0: Excellent. So there's one I have, which is um, they are tied to your curse or origin. So okay. curse is joy, and when I say tied, I want uh, because you are musical and you have all this music and that, like music and dancing, and that's joy. Like that's uh, something that can be completely frivolous, and you listen to music for the sake of the love of music. So I think when Briar wants to like be, take part of that joy and not the mischievous sort, but sort of like a more passive, just like baseline joy, uh, they go to Melody's shop and are curled up like a cat that lives there. And that way that cats treat humans, <laughs> that's like they are there for food. Like this is sustenance, like this this shop is is really like... Briar treats it as though it has run for them who
1: who is the owner and who is the pet? Here? Yes, exactly, know. yeah, it's that, that
0: sort of cat. relationship, and now that Briar can pass through solid objects, this cat will just turn up. There's no keeping Briar out anymore. <laughs> A cat is just there, and music will just start anytime day or night. I reckon like also Briar will occasionally pretty much demand that. Melody go to the forest and they have like big dance parties with <laughs> all of the um, fae and include like Melody's magical music, which I guess is probably a far more potent source of joy because mm. it's got that that magical element sure. to it. I feel like it's like as a fairy well. drug, a little fairy. drug. Is, yeah, it could, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of
1: like yeah, a fairy, a fairy, a fairy rave. Yeah. Fairies dancing with all of the um, mops and buckets that Melody brings to life. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love it. Yeah, and I also think maybe Briar's kind of just intrigued by the whole Melodies deal. Like that's weird even for them and it's probably probably <laughs> So it's like there's some other level of interest in melody than, than Briar would have with humans in general, because they're they're kind of pro pro mortals. And this one's super interesting. <laughs> Does
1: that all work for you, Helen? Yeah. Excellent.
4: Oh, um, does Melody know that Briar is the cat? Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: Is there some sort of distinctive patterning or something? It's green. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the way that
0: it doesn't... You should be ages, a black cat. Really, oh, it'll be a black cat, know? yeah. I reckon at some point, Melody got a cat flap installed. Um, Briar just refuses to use it and will walk through the wall directly next to the cat flap. Just to, just to annoy. <laughs> Melody doesn't want people paying attention to her, so she thought, cat's walking through my door, bad. Cat flap. Yes.
1: Briar's not. <laughs> not doing Painful. that. Like a cat. Such <laughs> a dick. Even, yeah. even going to the, like, this is the place where I go for innocent joy without mischief. Yeah. Can't avoid being a Norbette. If the <laughs> opportunity
2: is there, you have no, to do it.
1: Exactly. I think if,
0: like, if Melody's trying to make a sale... Mm-hmm. And not paying enough attention to Briar. a cat will go meow, meow, meow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it yeah. to me,
1: I'm here.
2: That does sound familiar.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Starkey, All would right. you
3: would you like to create some history with, with uh, either Renko or Melody? Yeah, I'm going to go for Renko first, actually. They stood between you and what you needed to find out. Oh no! Ooh. Ask them why.
2: Oh, Why would I do that? <laughs>
1: I felt quite, quite a juicy yeah. interesting That is juicy. Because Cam has obviously an existing relationship with another Department of Emissions agent mm-hmm. who we don't know whether Renko knows Ernie or not.
2: Yeah, I don't um, know. So there yeah. could
1: be there could be a sort of connection there. But yeah, what did you what did you need to know and
3: why did Renko? Well get I think he probably away? rocked up into into Sherry Down. was like is looking for the first set of clues mm. and maybe wasn't being super duper. You know, casual about it because
1: <laughs> when cam first turned up he was just looking for like ghouls in general yes. to exterminate
3: right uh, i imagine like you probably would have known about ginny's background and all of that so sort of then yeah. i just started working with ginny and maybe you know some of the past of why the ghouls are there and you don't want that to come to light i don't know so i thought that was something Ooh, that yeah, be quite juicy yeah. i'm that. trying
2: to think about why i would be in this particular instance not committed to the like to you having the truth about something or the information that you needed. It
1: could be because you, you like, it's fairly obvious from the start with Cam what he's going to do with that. Yeah, that's what I'm which thinking. Which is go on a ramble. That's what him. I think <laughs> I'm
2: thinking it is for the protection of because the, Renko does want to pursue the truth and make sure that, like, but the priority is that people are kept safe and the town is not unsettled, like, unsettled. So I think she is quite committed to the status quo as well.
3: And Cameron's um, very obviously just a man as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. he's, like, if you just looked at him, yeah, he's just a guy like, wearing bike. A and a right? yeah, Tarenko, right. Like a youngster, right? Torenko, like a youngster who doesn't
2: really know what he's getting himself into. So I think... Oh, I have a thought. I wonder if this is maybe the first time we're really properly getting to know each other yeah, and where I really am seeing what you can do. Yeah. And maybe I've... Obviously, I feel like Renko has a generally pretty good sense of like what's going on in Sheridan. So she probably is aware of what happened with the cold snap situation out in the forest and would have heard about that. So I have like an inkling about what you're capable of. But I still don't totally think that someone who is inexperienced and young and maybe a bit reckless and driven by revenge is really the best person to be working on important, difficult stuff where lives are at stake. Yeah. so i think there's like a level, i think it's just condescension i think that's what it is you saw a loose
3: cannon and you thought yeah, no way, no way. <laughs>
2: absolutely not and then i couldn't prevent you getting involved in stuff in the forest and i'm yeah, going yeah. oh those absolute like <laughs> wackadoodles yeah, out yeah, in the yeah. forest going absolutely wild and letting this child get involved and get himself a, you know put himself in harm's way and maybe this is an opportunity where like you'll prove yourself, and I'll be like, whoa, okay. (laughs) This guy is... Ernie was right on along. along." (laughs) He is absolutely mental and scary. (laughs) (laughs) And I wonder if maybe that's it. Like, maybe I don't know Ernie that well, Mm. because I know he's a bit of a loose cannon, Mm. right? So his reputation, if I know that you've worked with Ernie, then I'm like, this er, does not, this spells trouble.
1: Ernie is not a field team, like, he's not a community team person like you were. Like, you were stationed in Sheridan. Yeah. And part of the team dedicated to like keeping that particular community safe. Ernie is based out of London HQ mm-hmm. and is a field agent yeah. who moves around the country. Yeah. And is, I don't know whether you would know this, we can decide in play possibly, is one of the few agents with that kind of status who are actually still active and yes. haven't been furloughed with the rest yeah. of the i think he's got, got a reputation
2: I think, he, I think i think because he is sort of training cam right yeah i'm like, not officially exactly off the books. so i think it makes sense to me that whether or not he actually is, the perception both within the agency mm-hmm. and with Renko is that Ernie is a kind of like Dirty Harry type, loose cannon <laughs> type character uh-huh. who who definitely gets results, but Renko doesn't necessarily agree with the methods by which he gets results, which are very much like you know, where it's kind of reckless and people get hurt and maybe yeah. there are some instances where people have got hurt in things sure. that Ernie's done. That so I think it comes from a protective but very condescending place. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. So I think sure. that is why I have stood between you and the information that you need is for those those two reasons. Nice. And I'm hoping it will become I'll have a realisation that it was misguided. <laughs>
1: Well, it's come back round to you, Vicky. So that was Cameron's relationship pointing at you. Uh, who do you still need to make relationships with? I need to make... Briar and Melody, yeah. right? Uh, Briar Briar and, and
2: Cameron. And Cameron. So let's um, do a relationship with Briar. So there are a few options here. There is one called, they're somehow tied into it all and you've been keeping an eye on them, which is my <laughs> one. It is also my relationship with Graham because mm-hmm. anyone who's like super, super natural, <laughs> I'm like... Yeah, I'm watching I'm watching what you do and I think that probably does also apply you, to Brian. You get a context. red
1: card on the conspiracy. Yeah. Words. Yeah, where I'm like
2: is trouble whereas like the kind, of, the kind of supernatural that Melody is, I'm like she's just trying to live her life here. You know, sure she has a weapon called Bruce. but like <laughs> generally speaking, not into causing as much trouble as she might resolve. No. Whereas someone like Graham definitely a loose cannon and then Briar maybe 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 i feel the same way about briar so i think it's probably uh it's probably that one and then the, mm-hmm. the other one that's kind of related to that is the signs all pointed to working together so you found them and now you work together <laughs> um
1: i mean if you were stationed in this town for years yeah as like part of the the team Dealing with the supernatural yeah. side of Sheridan, the chance of me you would be aware Briar, of Briar. right? right. He is like the, He's like, almost like the your counterpart on the face side. Yeah, right? absolutely. Mm. Yeah, yeah so... we've established already
0: that Briar hat was kind of like the emissary to the Do. Yeah, which was the bit of the job. So created. yeah, so I
2: think it can be the working. To, it can be the signs point or pointed to working together. So you found them, and now you work together.
1: Yeah, maybe it was one of your first duties. Yeah. like joining the team was like. You need to seek out and, like, make representations to the Rosebriar (sighs) Fae. Yeah. And make sure that, you know, everything's friendly between you.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like this relationship that I have... With Brian, I mean, it's the same one I have with um, Percy as well, which obviously is actually how we initiated playtime was. I found her, and now we work together. <laughs> um, but I feel like that for Renko does apply to quite a lot of potential people in Sheridan because it is like that's kind of what I'm doing is yeah. being like, well, who are my allies? Who are the people that I can work with in mm. a situation where I have no other resources available to me?
1: Yep, I like it.
2: Yeah, perfect. That's what we go with,
1: Helen.
4: Okay. Um so Chris this mm-hmm. is the idea I had for Cameron what the sheet says is you're a bit suspicious of them but what I'm actually thinking is that I'm aware that you don't trust magical things and that while I would like to not be odd I am odd <laughs> so I'm not I'm equally unsure of how you feel about me sure as, yeah so that's why the relationships That is super kind of duper
1: come. good for Cameron. <laughs> Great. It's almost like a litmus test. It's like if you can like not unsettle Cam, who is very like on edge about anything, even a slight bit supernatural. Yeah. If you can get on alright with him, then you're being a human. Yeah. You're succeeding. Yes.
3: I've actually got a, a way that might tie I've got one here that might tie mm-hmm. in actually okay. for yeah. why Cameron hasn't just gone this thing is creepy <laughs> 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 Like time to go. And that is that they helped you at a critical point in your quest for revenge. And I've got to tell you what they did. So I think I quite like the idea of sort of linking to the Renko idea. He rocked up at the early days and just got in too deep in a problem. Maybe he went into the forest or went somewhere else and got into a fight with a monster he was not prepared for, or was not ready to fight, and was heavily wounded. And Melody actually found him behind the cafe slumped against the wall bleeding out basically <laughs> and she brought him in and patched him up and I was a bit too out of it at the time to so notice that she was a bit weird <laughs> and then it wasn't until I'd sort of like recovered and woken up that actually was like where am I who am I who who is this <laughs> what is this and then so like grudging like respect mm. and totally appreciate the help um, but still is like it's like but by the time you realised Melody was weird you already owed her yeah I was going to say being indebted
2: to something that fits your like description of the bad guys (laughs) is difficult and maybe
0: also the first time that something supernatural has helped you with absolutely no reason to to. do so there was nothing in it for Melody whereas if your other experiences have been Ginny who's taking advantage (laughs) of you in a shop a briar who is your friend but also will just yeah. do whatever they please, around, yeah. yeah. It's, um, that would have been a unique experience maybe with the supernatural.
3: Yeah. So I think he's always sort of, if he's in Melody's company, he's definitely side-eyeing, like, like always, always knowing where she is around. But it's like, she's all right. <laughs> she's At least you always know where most of her is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's,
0: it's hard to keep an eye on all
1: of them yeah, all of the time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Does that work for you, Helen, as a pair Wonderful, of yeah. relationships? Great. Strap, what do you still need to sort out? Yeah. So I just need one for Renko, yep. right? Did Renko grow up in Sheridan? Mm.
0: She's a Sheridan. Apes. Okay, so maybe then, and this kind of builds on on what you were saying, I wonder whether... Because Briar, Briar and the Fae obviously are always in the town making mischief. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, as a young child, Renko's first... There's a conspiracy something is going on was something very small with like fairies stealing milk or something yeah <laughs> Basic and, like uh, milk yeah but yeah, yeah. something really kind of tiny classic like yeah kind of pixie mischief the the fae and briar kind of had a run-in with renko maybe as a child she sort of created fairy traps <laughs> 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 and managed to to catch one of them that there, there is
2: there is a bit in my origin story mm-hmm. from my character creation mm. where we said one of the reasons that i have this kind of well the reason i joined the agency and the reason that i also have this like the truth is out there approach mm is because something happened in my childhood mm. that meant that I already knew. Like, I didn't have to be inducted into, yeah. oh, and by the way, the supernatural exists. It's like mm. I was fi- trying to find an agency to join mm. because I knew yeah. that the supernatural existed. Mm. So I feel like there could be some... Like, yeah, that was we... like my early like touch point with it. And then there's probably something bigger yeah. in my slightly more formative like teenagers <laughs> or something that then prompts my decision to pursue that as a lifeline we,
1: we left the specifics vague didn't we? I, th- I think vague. We, we talked about like a tragedy or something something bad, bad. To a family something member.
2: something bad that's like driving renko to seek the truth which means she does have probably more in common with cam than they realize yeah. as well this is true yeah
0: yeah, I don't think that they would have done that. No, 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 no. I think that would be
2: me knowing it from yeah. a, from childhood. And then maybe I get to my teenage years and I'm like, was that real or was that just a thing I made up when I was a kid? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, I have these realisations as I. Yeah. And then I come back around and I'm like, oh my God, it was yeah. real. The whole and then time. you
0: go, yes, your senses in MC2 and Brian comes out I was like, hey, you're the girl that trapped Ginger in that box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing back
2: Yeah, that was not a thing I made up <laughs> as a game when I was seven years old. Yeah, I, I was really, napping really and I had to
4: come and get him. <laughs> you're just annoyed Such about Such a pain. <laughs> yeah,
1: so, yeah, I like and, that And all. then later in life, Renko creates even more bureaucracy for you. <laughs> yes. yeah.
2: You're just like, oh, bane of my ex- entire existence.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's, I
0: guess that, that's kind of a made up one. There is yeah. close relations or distant descendant, but this is just <laughs> yeah. person from my past.
2: Yes, yeah. I think that's good, yeah.
1: Who still has relationships they need to form, I think?
2: I need to make mm. one for Cam. So... Maybe, like, I ultimately, the encounter, I, I've, like, had an encounter with him when he was in training, when I was in like, when I was visiting mm-hmm. or at London HQ for some reason. And then I, he, he rocks up in Sheridan and I'm like, that's that kid Operation that's, like, CJ. Hanging around <laughs> hanging Ernie's? around with Ernie. What's well, he up
1: to? Uh, Ernie, Ernie trained Cam on, like, a remote farm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. A secret. Yeah. But I'm just so, wondering if yeah. I could
2: have, like, picked up some... yeah clue or something that ernie's doing something dodgy and then I'm why like, is he always going to, to this farm yeah. well, I, like, or, <laughs> or like i see some reference to him somewhere yeah, in Ernie's caught, caught sight of a stuff. file or something, something like that. that's the kind of thing renko's always doing so or, or maybe
1: no because i think um ernie kept cameron out of the files to a certain extent so like the, mm-hmm. the department of emissions i think we established has A file that says, like, this ghoul, this ghoul incident happened, and there was one survivor. Oh, but and then there is a separate file that is like, and some vigilante's been out there killing ghouls, but Ernie has made sure the connection is not, not drawn. Yeah. Whereas Renko is good at making connections, yes,
2: yeah. I wonder if that's what it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. You, no, I, you I, put yeah. two
1: and two together, so
0: yes. why in that case hasn't Renko? Officially mm. told
1: anyone that. Oh, good
0: question. Ooh. Yeah.
1: Maybe because you already, like, by the time you figure that out, Cam was sort of in the Sheridan web yeah. already. Like, you knew people who knew him and vouched for him. I
2: wonder if I was thinking about I've figured all of this out at some point in between over the course of playtime leading up to Cold Snap, mm. and then me and briar have some kind of regular touch point where we find out what's going on in each of others worlds, and he talks about what Cameron did in cold snap which maybe stops me from immediately because i'm like well maybe let's see how this plays out and so maybe a lot of what i will be doing in this is also keeping an eye <laughs> on cameron because i'm waiting to sort of see whether or not he is gonna amount- get in my way again yeah. <laughs> well, or maybe like is he the amount of trouble that i think he is or can i trust him and actually is he a- is he an asset because renko's looking for resources and if yeah. cameron is a resource then she doesn't want to do anything to lose that resource from protecting sheridan yeah cuts austerity yeah. You're
1: resource strapped you've got to deal with whatever you've got exactly to
2: so i wouldn't just go and turn him in if i thought he could be an asset i think
3: you might also feel really sorry for him. He <laughs> no, <maybe>. the file. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, is that a little boy? Okay,
2: I think I've put two and two together in as far as Cameron is the one hunting the ghouls, but I don't think I'm going to have put two and two together that Cameron is the little boy.
1: Ah, oh, okay. Okay, right. right, right. right. So okay.
2: maybe there's an opportunity at some point, whether in this story or in the future, for us to realise that we both have similar... Tragic backstories that have driven us to our choices in life. Maybe yours are slightly different to mine. <laughs> I like that. You've had sim- yeah.
1: similar experiences, but have taken, it, taken them in very different yeah. directions. Yeah. Cool. So I believe that means the last one to do is Melody's relationship with Renko.
4: Okay. What I've got, if this is okay, mm-hmm. guilt over how I was created means that I want to protect her. Oh. Ooh. If I... if. Because the, yes. the arm thing, we're going. Hmm. I'm assuming arm. Yeah, because I'm. I, Melody's going to have a complicated relationship with yeah. being second-hand. Yeah, and so I can see that. Yeah, if I'm connected to your family in this way, that might give, give me a sense of responsibility. Because yeah. I'm not. She desperately wants to be a lover and not a fighter. Yeah, absolutely. Despite the sledgehammer. <laughs> um, <laughs> She's complicated, so I can see that potentially she's going to really leap in and defend Renko even more than she might other humans. I think that's great.
0: Awesome. I love that as well, because she was kind of made to protect somebody that then betrayed her, and this is her now choosing to protect somebody else for her choice oh. and for yeah. different yeah. reasons and yeah
2: yeah it gives melody agency which feels important
0: yeah she's yeah. found someone that's worthy of her protection <laughs> mm-hmm. love
4: yeah. it yeah mm.
1: great I'm happy with all of those if all of you are mm-hmm. yeah, great yes. mm-hmm. thank
4: you
1: fantastic well we're ready to play then
4: woohoo yeah, yeah
3: I'm out.
1: Been Vigil, a main house production from Merely Role Players. It stars Helen Stratton as Melody, Chris Starkey as Cameron Jarvis, Vicky as Renko, and Strat as Briar. Sound design for this production is by Helen Stratton, and the theme music is by Alexander Pankhurst. I'm Matt Boothman and I play the supporting cast, as well as editing and producing the episode. We were playing Monster of the Week a role-playing game by Michael Sands, published by Evil Hat Productions. You can find Monster of the Week at genericgames.co.nz. Merely Role Players is a Foggy Outline production in association with Blackshaw Theatre Company. Until next time, if drama be the food of life, play on!